Hello, you're listening to The Raphael Letters. My name is Gabriel Dantes, and today I'll be reading a letter from the Archangel Raphael to a guardian angel named Shariel, who is protecting a young woman named Sarah. Today, in Raphael letter number 26, the Archangel is writing about the hardness of heart and how bitterness and sin can harden our hearts. After the letter, we'll read through meditation questions to help us better internalize the spiritual truths contained within the letter. Stay tuned on Sundays for new episodes, and be sure to click the follow button to not miss out. Click on the link in the show notes, www.gmdantes.com forward slash the Raphael letters to read the entire letter and follow along. Also, as a reminder, we have just finished the illustrations for my new book of Ari's Adventures. It is a chapter book series about a little redhead girl who, through her empathetic powers, can talk to ha- animals and heal people. It's for children ages 7 to 10 years old, but I know full-grown adults who absolutely love the story, and I think it's my best work yet. And if you want to get it for free, sign up for my email list within the next few weeks, I'll be providing more information for those who want to read the entire story for free. Though, this is only for a limited time, so be sure to sign up soon. Anyways, enough with that. Let's read the letter. Without further ado, let us read Raphael letter number 26, Hardness of Heart. Most beloved Shariel, from what it sounds like, From your last letter, it seems that Sarah is still harboring unforgiveness towards her aunt. I understand why it grieves you. As the old human saying goes, resentment is the poison pill that someone takes hoping the other person will die. And I see with you that it's slowly poisoning Sarah's heart. This is the essence of hell for humans. They are made for community, which is the structure of heavenly worship. And when someone hardens their heart to others, like Sarah is doing in her resentment, it is as if they are building a wall around it. Sarah is preventing mercy from going out to her aunt. But what she doesn't see is that in the same action, She is preventing all other good things from entering it. Peace, joy, love, and God himself. In the words of the beloved disciple, If anyone says, I love God, but hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has seen. 1 John 4, 20. This is the only sin that cannot be forgiven. As our great king has said, Truly I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the children of man and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemies against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness but is guilty of internal sin. Mark 3, 28-30 to 30. 
This sin is the hardening of their hearts, and you perceive it as the darkening of their hearts, as they block out all true light. This is the reason that Satan and his followers will never be forgiven. Satan has hardened his heart definitively. In the beginning, when you and I and all angels were created, we were given a singular choice. We each had just enough knowledge to make our choice, and we made it. Some to our everlasting joy, others to their everlasting destruction. Satan has no desire or will to change his mind, as we have no desire to change our minds. This is hard for humans to understand, as human choices are impermanent and ever-changing. Sometimes they do take on characteristics of permanence in what is called virtue and vice. Virtue is a habitual disposition to do what is good. Vice is the habitual disposition to do what is evil or distorted. Both of these can be created in a human soul by choosing an action repeatedly. Concerning vice, for instance, when humans sin repeatedly, they will either repent of their sin, recognizing it as such, or give excuses for their sin and attempt to rationalize it, though, of course, there is little reason in it. Some humans are of the silly belief that God will forgive any wicked being anything if that person simply goes to confession and the priest says magical words to forgive them. This is not how confession works, though. First, a person must be deeply repentant. It will appear to your eyes as a small glimmer of light beginning to shine in their hearts. This is very rare for those who have committed grave sins. For example, there was a particularly horrible man named Adolf Hitler who committed more evils than most men in history. He was responsible for slaughtering millions of people, many of whom were not even soldiers. These choices created a thick and near-impenetrable wall around his heart. What might otherwise have been a singular, isolated sin became a horrible vice. Certainly the mercy of God is infinite and has no bounds, other than the borders of the human heart. But for God's grace to enter such a heart, Adolf Hitler would have had to admit and grieve over every single sin that what he was responsible for. Then, instead of despair, he would have had to humble himself before God and receive both his justice and his mercy. The courage required for such an act 
is nearly insurmountable, but the grace of God would make such an act sufficient. But what, you might ask, does this have to do with Sarah? Surely she is not as far gone from God's grace as that, you might wonder. Yes, she is not that far hardened, but her heart is still hardened. She has still made her heart such that love and mercy cannot enter her heart. And if she were to die without repentance, I do not know if she will escape the same dark nothingness that awaited Adolf Hitler. This is why our divine king prayed, quote, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. He understood that one can never be forgiven and receive mercy unless the walls of our hearts come down and we give mercy to others. To this end, you must inspire her to great humility. Perhaps it might even be good to allow her to experience humiliation if you believe that it will help her to recognize her own sinfulness and how she is in need of mercy just as much as her aunt is in need of mercy. Illuminate her conscience and help her to see her hardness of heart and her unforgiveness. Then, when she sees her bitterness, inspire her with courage. Then, if you can, try to inspire her to speak the words of forgiveness. Have her say something of the effect, In Jesus' name, I forgive my aunt for holding her money when I was in need. Or, in Jesus' name, I forgive my aunt for pushing me away and my family away. Then, if she is sincere and receptive towards God and her aunt, the Spirit will come, and she will be, quote, cut to the heart, Acts 2, 37. And the Spirit will circumcise the foreskin of her heart. Deuteronomy 30, 6. I will pray with you for this moment to come about. Stay constant and steadfast, my dear Shario. May Sarah's vindication come soon. Servant of his healing spirit, Raphael. I hope you enjoyed this letter titled Hardness of Heart. In it, we learn about how unforgiveness and vice harden the human heart to receive God's love and mercy. The point of these letters is to bring some spiritual awareness to what is going on all around us, to help us enter more fully into these letters and the unique themes. I have composed the following meditation questions, which you can find in the show notes. While I encourage you to write down your answers to these questions in your notebook, to help you engage in them, I recognize that not everyone has the time or freedom to do that. 
So if that is the case, then as you listen, I recommend paying particular attention to your answers. Perhaps say them out loud if you're alone, or repeat them to yourself in your mind. The purpose of this is in order to create a greater awareness of our guardian angels throughout the day and week, that we may always do what St. Paul encouraged us to do, pray without ceasing. Let us reflect on those questions. What is the spiritual reality that I am now more aware of, having read this letter? What is something I wish I could say to my guardian angel right now? Is there something specifically I could thank them for? What is a struggle that I wish my guardian angel could help me more with? Guardian angel, can you help me more with this, please? Please pray for me on my behalf that God's grace might be poured into me to aid me with this. After looking at this letter, what behaviors might I have to change? Or what sins do I need to repent of? Who is someone who I am particularly resentful towards? Is there a family member? A friend? A co-worker? Perhaps you might even be unforgiving towards yourself. These resentments can really weigh us down. Let's begin by forgiving each person. Repeat after me. In the name of Jesus Christ, I forgive. Say the name. My brother, sister, mother, father. I have counted all that they owed to me, and considering all that, I choose to forgive them and release them of their debt to me. Lord, please take away this resentment and give me your peace. Let's do that one more time. I'm going to leave you to pause it. With the, in the spot where you're forgiving a specific person. In the name of Jesus Christ, I forgive. I have counted all that they owed to me. And considering all that, I choose to forgive them and release them of their debt to me. Lord, please take away this resentment and give me your peace. We'll do that one more time. Feel free to 
replay this to help you to forgive more people and to become more free. In the name of Jesus Christ, I forgive. I have counted all that they owed to me. And considering all that, I choose to forgive them and release them of their debt to me. Lord, please take away this resentment and give me your peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. O oh God, who in your unfathomable providence are pleased to send your holy angels to guard us. Hear our supplication as we cry to you, that we may always be defended by their protection and rejoice eternally in their company. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Angel of God, my guardian dear, God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side, to light, to guard, to rule, to guide.